I'm Emma Curtin, host of a new true crime podcast called Murder Archives. It's set in Turak in 1929 about the murder of Norma Rees McLeod. Search for Murder Archives where you're listening right now. Question yeah. unannounced. Is that what you say? Question mm. something. Something. Um, would you go for coffin? Oh, cremation. Cremation. Yeah, I would too. Cremation. Until I was listening to Radio National. Oh no! The other day, and apparently in the US and Canada, parts of mm. you've got a third option. It's well. called alkaline hydrolysis. Is that uh, acid? Where they break you and you end up being liquid. Oh, so you put me in the stormwater drain. <laughs> right. It's in a gully trap. It's interesting you went straight for stormwater drain. Yeah, well, where would you but, go? But, oh, surely you could. Freeze yourself as an ice cube. Well, that's interesting again. Freeze yourself as an ice cube. Yeah. See, I was thinking, because I like soup. Put in a soup. <laughs> Wouldn't it be Have a- some Glen Robbins. <laughs> but how much do you get? For a body, like what? What is it? A liter or a? I'm not, I'm not sure, but it'd, it'd be a fair amount, wouldn't it? Because we are. What are we? Ninety eight percent water or something? Uh, like? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So there'd be, you know, I mean, anyway, it's just an interesting thought. Because I mean, ashes on the mantelpiece, quite is okay. Yeah, but fl- a, a, a cup of, but it can smash though. That's the problem with water. You know what I mean? Like it could, and is it a gooey thing? Like a, like a. And yeah. I wonder if it's one like off. Like a cordial or a... Is it, is it just... I wonder if it's just you or you win with a whole lot of others. Yeah. See, that's a problem. Because, like, when you get... When I when our, our cat was done, and I know you had I've your got, cat done. Yeah, I've got the ashes They somewhere. guaranteed on the piece of paper that it was definitely... So the one cat Soxy. goes... Soxy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tordy was ours. Um, one cat goes in, one cat gets burnt, one lot of ashes. They must be cleaning that thing out all the time. My partner talked about getting a cat stuffed. I'm like... <laughs> That's too weird. It's a bit weird. Guys, yeah, get wheels on it and push it around the house. <laughs> no, let it go. With the, You know when our cat died, and the vet said this is quite... Again, I remember, I remember when my cat died. I was in Fox Studios filming a series of headliners, which you used to yeah, produce. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a Foxtel show, and the, and the vet rang up and said, I'm sorry to inform you that Schnoodle, the cat, has died. Schnoodle. I started crying. And uh, he goes, I said, so what happened? He said, oh, she just had, she had kidney problems. So she had diabetes. And uh, she lay on the thing and let out a, a whole, a real groan and then died. And he says, it's quite common. Before cats die, they let out a big groan, a big... That's the, la- the last... Yeah, the last gasp. They go, oh. It would be more of a meow. Yeah. Well, yeah, it probably was. Meow. <laughs> and then gone. Yeah, is this a release and then... Okay, yeah. liquid. Yeah. Yeah, Icy poles for the kids. That you were going to go straight down the drain. I was thinking <laughs> that I would be put into the ocean or oh, squirted into the ocean. Squirted in the ocean. In one of those things like you have in the, you know, one of those yeah, pump action, pump action um, squirt guns that you have at pools. No, if you if you go before I, we could have a memorial on a boat and then we just tip you over. Like we all get a glass of Glen Romans and you can have a sip or just tip him over. Because <laughs> you love the ocean, so... Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was, it appealed to me because, you know, when I'm with water, I'm I feel... Uh, uh, I wanted to be an oil slick though, where you are. A bit of a slick, <laughs> like oh, you wouldn't want to have any little lumps in it. Hope oh. it's because, or if it was a bit cloudy, you know, you, you go. Yeah. No, you, hopefully, they could it. get it because when, when water goes into the sewage treatment, it comes out pretty good. Yeah, you can drink it. 
Well, they have treatments where you can drink sewage, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hi, Dave and Glenn. Sorry to interrupt. I've heard about this. The process turns bodies into a brown and bone colour liquid in three hours. Oh, thanks, Sam. I didn't know she was listening in. Oh, no, either. <laughs> what says she? I actually thought we'd press play, but she's obviously listening to the dribble oh. that we go on with and then goes on a bit of a... That's a brown and bone colour. A brown oh, and bone no. colour. And how long did it take again? Three hours. Oh, Brown and thing. I think then I'll get I'll get um, frozen as glugs because they're like a, remember they were a cola looking thing. They were a brown color. Slurp slurpees. Slurpees. Yeah, yeah. And I reckon you get put into a pack, and then and then a lot of pa- and then one there's one free one in there, which means you get you go into the afterlife. I yeah. don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, is that the music? Yeah, I get that. That, 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 that Sam is telling you something. Okay, she's yeah, she's yeah, had enough of this, and she wants us to get on with the topic of the day. Hello and welcome to Somehow Related and Now Please. Welcome your hosts, Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Um, and welcome to Somehow Related, our podcast where we get two topics that don't seem to be related, but they are. And Sam tells at the end, so hang on, you'll get the answer. Yep. Now, she's already, you know, spoken up, so I suppose you should get her topics. What are the topics, Sam? Your subjects today that are somehow related are Mark Twain and Brassiers. Oh, I love both right. of them. So. Well, we've had... Famous people wearing. We had JFK wearing a corset. corset. Yeah. Do you think you reckon Mark Twain wore a bra? Well, you know Mark Twain. Mark Twain's. I love Mark Twain. So he, do I. Uh, His quotes are. Well, when he went to Maryborough, he said, "What is it? This is a town with a a railway station with a town attached." Because you know the Maryborough railway station is very mm. impressive. Because he came here for for a tour, didn't he? Yeah, because he lost money. Because he inv- he was in debt and he came here. That would. How long would it? He got the boat. Yeah, so it would take him a month. Yeah, but he wrote he wrote a book on the boat. Oh right, used the time constructively. (laughs) Well, you know what he did? He he invested in a printing press, like or a typewriter, a printing press that he thought was going to take off, and it didn't, and so he lost all his money. Oh okay, and so he he came out to Australia on a tour, and he used he was like one of the first stand ups. Yeah, he used to go on stage and tell tell his stories. Yeah. Yeah, because he he you know, and and sometimes occasionally like you go to say the Paran Town Hall, or in Maryborough or whatever, there's plaques on the wall that says Mark Twain performed here. So, and he wrote a book about the tour, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you read Mark, any Mark Twain? Yeah, I, I loved. I did Huckleberry Finn in high school. I loved Tom, it. Now Tom Sawyer was that a separate book? No, it's, same it's, it's, two it's, characters. It's, it's two, Tom Sawyer's in Huckleberry Finn. Right. Tom Sawyer's the yeah. more kid friendly one, and Huckleberry Finn was the more adult one. Right. So Huckleberry Finn's where he gets on the raft with uh, Jim the black guy. I think yep. his name's Jim. And yep. um, and it's all about race and stuff, and they go down the river. And as Louis C.K. points out, he uses the N-word a lot in his books. Of the yeah. time. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Huckleberry yeah. Finn just says, N this, and then this N gave me this, and yeah, yeah. And so Tom Sawyer is a bit, a bit more kid-friendly. But uh, he was a great writer. He was funny. I remember. I still remember one of the, his things in um, Huckleberry Finn was there was a woman in the town who, when someone died, she would always write a poem and turn up at the house and read the poem out about the dead person. And he said, you know, she was quicker than the ambulance. This woman, she would just turn up and read the poem out. What's the quote? A banker is someone who lends you an umbrella when it's sunny, but asks for it back when it's raining. Oh, is it Mark Twain? Yeah, I've I, I messed yeah, it up, but it's something yeah. along that line. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't surprise me because he, yeah, he was very funny, um, very funny man. Age is age is mind over matter. 
because when you age, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't it matter. It doesn't really matter. Have you ever had a? Have you ever thought? Wow, I've said something that is worth being a quotable quote. Uh, yeah, well, I, I uh, someone asked me once, you know, advice on jobs and careers, and I said, choose, find something you love and do that as a job. Oh, that's good. Should get them on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have your name underneath that? On a birthday card, yes, yeah. Well, well so, no, it's more. It's, it's more. Uh, isn't it more motivational? Have you got one? Oh, I used to. Oh, no, well, well, yeah. They're more. Yeah, I used to say that if you went to the butcher shop and you bought all the right cuts of meat, you could put a cow back together. But it's not. <laughs> it was more of a metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor. <laughs> oh, what about your one? I like your one. It's a very. It's a very long drive for an average view. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not bad. Did you yeah. make that one up? Yeah, it's mine. That's a beauty. Yeah. yeah. Which means that if, well, you, if the ending of your story isn't great, don't Yeah, don't take, take us a on long a long journey. Yeah. And there's yeah. some TV shows like that. You're like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. Like Lost, for example. Right. The TV show Lost. Yeah. The ending was so shit. It was like, that was such a... Yeah, because they, they have a great premise and they don't quite know how they to... They don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. They're sort of working it up on the run. Yeah. Yeah, I hate those shows. It's like, oh, and when people are joke tellers that aren't great joke tellers, and you know, you and, know, then... and, and I think we talked about this before. They pretend it actually happened to someone, yeah. and you're going, "That's not yeah. a real story. You just made that up." And 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 the ending's not that great. Not that you great know. at all. Yeah. Um, so bras, bras, bras. Well, when did bras? Did bras possibly were sort of? Well, what, when you think back to movies that I think of, uh, you know, in the French Revolution, they weren't wearing bras; they were wearing corsets and stuff. So, I know the first bra was made out of a, out of handkerchiefs. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm. we well, the handkerchiefs were were, were who were the Greeks used to wear Greek, uh, um, around on the head as a hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Italian guy across the road used to wear one when we grew up. And when I used to go to school, God, I'm showing my age now. My mother would tie my money in the corner of my hanky. Are you Oliver Twist? <laughs> Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I am. I've got a seniors card now. Have you got a, <laughs> I oh, have my, actually got a seniors my card. My dad tells me the senior card is very good. Very, very good. good value. Very Get good. Get on the train. It has been suggested to me that I wear a bra because I've got man boobs. I tell you the problem, with, the problem if you go with your partner or your wife when they're trying on bras is you've got to dwell in the bra section. Oh, my. Apparently, you don't look. You don't look good dwelling in the bra section. No, that's not good. Oh, have you ever been to a lingerie shop by yourself? I remember years ago I did, and the woman asked what the size was. I said, "I don't know what size." And the woman's like, "Is she as big as me, or is she like that woman out there? See that woman there? Is she like that or that woman?" Like, I don't know. See, I'm, I had to go and buy underpants for my mother, my 95 year old mother. Oh, that'd be challenging. And I, I explained straight away. I go, "This is not for me." No. Yeah, I'm going to get some some of those white Bombay ones. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 um, yeah, yeah. the big ones. Some yeah. of those big and ones. Throw in a couple of G-strings while you're there. <laughs> G-fangers. I mean, someone said to me the other day, I used to do a joke where, um, I don't know whether I did this joke, where I would go into bra and things and say, I'm not interested in the bras, I just want the things. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke, but I don't know if it was me. You can't do jokes in that department. I, I, Selena was in, the, she said, I'll be in that shop over there and you go and do your shopping and I'll meet you back in here. So when I go in there, she's in the changing room. Yeah. So I go and stand yeah. next to the changing room and then the girl comes over, can I help you? And I said, no, I just like hanging around outside changing rooms. <laughs> I'm thinking she knows that I'm with yeah. Selena. But also but she won't know that you're a comedian. Well, no, well, she didn't. No. And and then she gave me a strange look. I'm, I'm, I am joking. 
I don't I don't hang around outside. Well, not all the time. Not today, anyway. Have you ever worn a bra? No. I don't mean I don't mean personally. Not personally on the weekend. I no. have worn. I've been in sketches where I've worn. You had to wear a bra. The full deal. <gasps> and what was it like? Well, I will admit that you liked it. It's <laughs> getting ahead of me. <laughs> it was quite restrictive. Yeah. Um, but I was wearing the um, uh, garters as well. Oh yeah. And the high heels and the fishnets. Were you in the Rocky Horror Show? Uh, I won't say which which person I was working with at the time. But Craig McLaughlin. No. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I was, um, as I walked up the stairs after finishing the sketch, I felt as though he was looking at me inappropriately. Oh. Because my legs back then weren't bad. Yeah. In right. the fishnets and uh, the high heels and the bra. Uh, and um, You anyway. felt harassed. Well, I don't know. Bras and Mark Twain. Oh, maybe he... Uh, maybe he used to wear one. Yeah, maybe it's right. Maybe there was something about it. I don't him. reckon he would have invented one. I don't reckon uh, he would have worn. Maybe he. Uh, I mean, if maybe, he had, he wrote, maybe he wrote the bra manual. Maybe or something he wrote a book about bras because he's a writer. Maybe that was his first job. You know, like a technical job. You're going to have to write a book on bras. He wrote the instructions on bras that are still on there today. I don't know if bras well, have instructions. I, 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 well, can we have some. I never know when to answer. Whether okay, yeah, let's Sam, have some Sam, music. You, Sam, you got something to play while we have a little bit of a think? Let's have a bit of a um, bit of a music from the Mark Twain era. Bit of you know river. You know, uh, always think of um, steamboats and that kind of music. Like I was back down south. Have you ever been on the Mississippi? I have been to Louisiana. I've been to New Orleans. So that's that's the Mississippi. Yeah, I think so. The Mississippi—it's a huge river. Yeah, huge. Um, And I went to a one of those old homesteads. Oh, great! And they showed us where the kitchen was, and then they showed us where the dining room was, and they showed this is the path where the weeders, who were black guys, had to do the whistling walk. And the whistling walk. Had to do the whistling walk. And the whistling walk was you couldn't be eating the food while you're whistling. So you had to prove to them that you weren't touching the food in, be- in between the kitchen and the dining room. Oh, that's why they whistled. Yeah. Yeah. Had to do the whistling walk. Well, you know, yeah, when we went there, the guy was telling us about the difference between Coke. Coke's always in the front rooms. Pepsi's out the back. So Pepsi was traditionally a black oh, person's drink and Coke right. was a white person's drink, he was telling. So we need our answer. We need a lot of yeah. our answer. Yeah. Okay. So I am going to say that he had some post- posture problems, mm. which I have something similar myself. Where he because sh- you know as you get older, your shoulders go forward and you get neck problems. That's what yeah. I get. I'm going to say that he wore a bra or something like a. He tried a bra on and it made his posture better because he was a writer. He was in front of the typewriter. Yeah. Because you know how you get a sore neck from from being in front of the computer. All sure. the time. I'm justifying my answer here. I reckon he wore a, a bra for posture reasons. All right, I reckon he wrote the first bra manual, if there is one. He maybe had a friend who invented the bra, and he said, you're a writer, can you write up the manual? Yeah, right. he wrote the instructions of the manual. Both good answers. All right, shall we hear the answer? Go. Mark Twain, under his real name Samuel Clemens, patented an elastic strap clasp for clothing that became commonly used in brass. It was originally invented for vests, pantaloons, or other garments requiring straps. 
He claims in the patent the advantages of having a stretchy strap for any item is so obvious that they need no explanation. That's incredible. Yeah, because that is, that's is—that's like the, the ultimate challenge when, you when you're get, a, a, when, a man. Yeah, because you have to do it. Yeah, you, you can picture what they have to do, but because it's around the other way, you have to think of it up back to front. Yeah, so and, they always, to, and they always say, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, stop it. Fumbling around in the dark lane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, memories. Yeah. Gee, that was a while ago. He invent, what would have made him invent that? <laughs> I know. I, I just know he invented a few, like he invented this printing press thing that sent sent him broke. So maybe that was on the ship on his way to Australia. Well, he had a long, long time to really think about it. <laughs> the bras. Why bras aren't good enough? Why yeah. was, oh, no, they used to clasp. But that thing is still used today. That's amazing. What if the Twain family still gets money from the bra clasp? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's a. It's a finger. How do the girls do it? They go. Uh, how do you? Uh, oh, I don't know. Such a long time since I've done it. Yeah. You, but, but it's a. It's a lift and flick. Isn't yeah, it? it's a lift and flick thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you can always yeah. get. And then, but putting them on, you got to make sure all the latches are on. Yes. But you're right. It's still the test of time. Oh. And he was. He was. He was. You know, suffering with a bit of loss of money, and there he had right in front of him the bra clasp. That's incredible. Yeah. That is somehow related. You have been listening to Somehow Related with Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I took a bra off. You know what? I've hung a lot on the washing line. So I'm still confronted by them every day, Glenn. But Really? <laughs> well, no, I hang what up part washing. You, what, how, do you, how, what, how do you hang the, the bra? Oh, this is... This is you know, this is an area of controversy in our house because you, you, I don't think you want to actually hang it on the class. You've got to fold it over a little bit and then put a peg on it. But hanging up washing is like... I had a friend whose wife used to come home and re-peg the washing. They're divorced now. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> tell, tell re-peg the washing. Yeah. Where, whereas I I just try and peg it as... But men just go bang, bang, bang. Where women tend to be a lot more... Everything seems to look like it is, whereas I just throw a shirt over, whereas they sit in... Peg, but see, this is the thing my wife, she goes, I don't want peg marks. Oh, yeah. I don't want peg marks in my clothes. when you go out and you've got a shirt on, you look across to your right shoulder and it's got a peg mark in it. I remember a letter to the Herald Sun and it was about Katrina Rantry on Getaway and it said, I've been watching her and every night she has peg marks on her clothes. It's like, oh my God, get alive. And also she's overseas traveling. Give her a break. She's probably hanging her clothes in a you know in a bathroom Could somewhere. Be doing a lot worse than a, than a peg mark, don't you? <laughs> Katrina Roundtree and her peg marks. <laughs> Poor old Katrina. I know. Give her a break. <laughs> I do look at people whether or not they iron things though. Oh well. And then when sometimes you go, you just iron the front of that. You didn't bother. Yeah, ironing I do the that. Back. You know, I bother ironing the back. Sometimes I have to go to a gig and I have to wear a shirt. Sometimes I leave my jacket on and then I get really hot and I'm like I can't take it off. And sometimes I look at the wrinkles. And go, well, they're reasonable car wrinkles. That I yes. would have got if I was in the car. But you know what? The worst shirt to iron? No. Linen. Oh, linen. Okay. I reckon you iron it, and when you look away, it, it crinkles up. It just crinkles up again. Well, that's why when you go on a TV show, they have, uh, or somewhere where they have a wardrobe person, they have a steam iron, don't they? Where you can do it. You can almost do it. Yeah. You know, standing up. Where yeah. you have one? Of the, where you just run the? Because that's what you do if you have. A, uh, you're in a bathroom that steams up the easily. Steam helps. Just hang your shirt oh, in there. Definitely. God. When was the last time you ironed a shirt? Well, lately I've been ironing my T-shirts. That's a bit obsessive, isn't it? I ironed a hanky the other day. You're like my mother-in-law irons our underpants. It's like, you don't no, iron I would the never underpants. Iron underpants. No, no, I would never iron underpants. But a, but a T-shirt does get all crinkled up. And if you have yeah. to, and I was going to have to take it off and show everybody my T-shirt, I'm going, that's too embarrassing. <sighs> I ironed, ironed one on Sunday. I was supporting Wayne Brady, you know, the American guy oh, from yeah. at, the, at, yeah. at Palms on Crown. 
and they have a big dressing room and no one is there and I look at myself in the mirror and I've been wearing the same shirt all day I'd been to footy with my kids so I just took it off and gave it an iron and it looked much better much professional I toured with Mick Malloy and I got a call just before we were to go to the theatre he would not own an iron he goes can you come around and iron my shirt <laughs> And well, his mum does a lot of stuff for I him. I know, and he, and he asked me to, and I put a load of washing on for him. Yeah, he's hopeless. And I took him in the shower and I bathed him. <laughs> okay, I made that last bit up, but I taught him how to wash himself. Yeah, he, yeah, his mum. I, I, I used to live near his mum, and she goes, "Oh, Michael, I've got to cook him tea tonight, and I'm doing so." Good <laughs> God! Oh well. Oh, there you Hello go, to Mick. So good on Mark Twain, and good on Mick Malloy. Good on Mick Malloy. Yeah. Never iron a shirt, both of them. Was it Mark Twain who said? I don't think it was. I'm going to say it was, but I don't think it was, said that marriage is like a, an exploding cigar that you willingly smoke. Oh.